Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow and joining me as always. Ben Vanell here for our Game of the Year Part 2 Extravaganza. It's the best of the best. The tip of the top. Me, Adam, and Tommy. Yep. I'm Adam Knox, one of the top five gamers of the year. <laughs> this is actually our Game of the Year episode. We told a bit of a yes. porky last year. Yes. We'd, we'd said it was our Game of the Year episode, and then we talked about all this stuff that there's other stuff that we like more than that stuff. Yeah. Last year. Oh, last week. Last week. Right, right. Ah, I loved all of those games we talked about last week. Me too. But, but there's others I love more. Every yeah. parent's got a favourite child. <laughs> and I'm willing to tell you, it I've, ain't you. I've got, I've got ten children. <laughs> and only half of them are what I would consider to be top five material. Once you get to ten, I'm like, oh, I didn't really spend enough time with this kid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I would like the kid more. Seems good. <laughs> yeah, I gather my yeah. children up and I say, I'm going to tell you uh, the five of you that I like a fair bit. Mm. And then I'm going to make you all wait a week. <laughs> and I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you the rest. <laughs> uh, Father of the Year Award. Is going to be presented today as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Not to any of us. We'll be bringing in a guest, obviously. Not many dad-based games in my top five. No. There have been some dad-based games in previous years. Absolutely. Yeah. Last of Us, a famous sort of dad, mm-hmm. a dad-type game. Yeah. God of War. God of War, oh, that's a dad-type game. Absolutely. dad game, yeah. Um, Octodad. Yep. Jeez, that's a very much a dad type game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daddy dating sim, whatever that one was oh, called. Yeah, Dream, yeah, Daddy. Right. Dream Daddy. Yep. Dream yep. Daddy. Yeah. Uh, Although they weren't literally your dad. They, uh, they were people's dads. Yeah. yeah but yeah, they yeah. weren't that, yours. Uh, that the Home Improvement video game. Uh, there was one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the SNES, right? <laughs> on the SNES. Like, I Fuck don't know yeah. that it came out in 1992 <laughs> or four or three. Uh, welcome back, everybody. How, yeah. ha- have, hope you've had a nice holiday so far, mm-hmm. uh, and I hope that you're ready for for our favorite fucking games. Yeah. yeah. Is th- when what what when is this coming out? Do you remember? just before New Year's? Okay. Like, I think it's like the 27th or something of nice. December today. I tell All you right. what, best week of the year. It's, it's a good week. It's well, up it. there. Favorite week of the year, honestly. Mm. We're pre-recording a couple of these to you know make sure the content stays. Beautiful and coming out every week, <laughs> yep. but uh, we're having a little break now. What do you reckon you're doing right now? Oh, f- well, I might be at the movies. Honestly, twenty <laughs> seventh yep. of December is a good movie going. Well, I think day. it's the twenty eighth because Christmas is a Monday, so that's twenty oh, fifth, yeah. sixth, seventh, eighth. Oh, I'm okay. at uh, I'm at Barwon Heads. If you want to try and stalk me, oh, try. okay, I'm succeed. <laughs> yeah, I know Small well place. in advance. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're down there, if you live down there. 
keep an eye out. <laughs> I'll be walking around. <laughs> look for a little sunburnt man. Yeah. yeah. Look for a little bitch. Yeah, carrying <laughs> probably a portable gaming system. Yes. Down to the beach. <laughs> yeah, look for the, the the Nugget Game Boy. Yes. Yep. And if you can spot that, look up a little mm. and the face may surprise you. <laughs> mm. uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about some of the best games that have ever come out. Yeah. yeah, this year. Yeah, yep. there's at least a few of them, <laughs> and they're likely to be in the top five of each. This of is going to be like the, one of those years where, like, what's the other big one? Like ninety eight, ninety eight, two thousand seven. Yeah, uh, I think two thousand and one is a big. That was like Halo and twenty seventeen. Yep. Uh, I mean, that was like uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, at least. Yep. And yeah, whenever Red Dead Two came out, eighteen. I right. think that was a good year. You know what? There's always good games. There's always good games. One of the pleasures of Mm. of talking about them is that uh, you get to play them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. honestly, there there are more this year than we can fit into our discussions. But these are the tip of the top of the top. Mm -hmm. If you've got some favourites, by the way, uh, that poll is still going. It'll be going until we come back for our first step, which is the one after New Year's. Next week, we'll do a 2024 preview. Yes. But uh, if you want to go vote on your favourite games of the year, you're able to do that. There'll be a link in the show notes Mm -hmm. that I've pointed down towards. Yeah. yeah. Because I've got the link tattooed on my belly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess for YouTube, that's accurate, right? It is below the video. Yeah. Uh, and w- hey, why not watch it on YouTube? You could if you want. Yeah, mm. you can see us here sitting on the couch or uh, an office chair in Tommy's case. Yeah, we know that most of you don't, <laughs> <laughs> but that's also fine. It's an option. Do yeah. what you like, mm-hmm. man. Can, do, do Listen to things, watch things, read about it later in you the know, news. I've heard actually, this is kind of an urban legend, Okay, but if you play the audio of this episode and the video at the same time, they sync up. Wow. wow. God damn. Yeah. If you say filthy casuals three times in a mirror, one of us pops up behind you and goes, oh, not that good of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to be in front of a mirror that's in Barwon Heads on mm. December the 28th. <laughs> and I might be a chance of popping up near you. I'm going to spend all my time in the mirror shop down Hell yeah. there just to be safe. Would be that like scene in a horror movie where someone's like got the medicine cabinet open, they close it and they oh. suddenly see your reflection in God the rear. Damn. Or walk in and be like, oh no, Tommy's behind me. You'd be like, am I? And there's 50 reflections of you in the oh, mirror shop. Yeah, How many yeah. injuries do you reckon happen in a mirror shop? Oh, Good question. I reckon some. Yeah. A, a yeah. non-zero amount. If, they, if, you're, if you're getting injured in a mirror shop, if your shop is so dangerous that people are getting injured, you really should reflect on that behavior. Well, the year's over, but the joke's on. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, probably end up with like about 221 years bad luck as well. Oh, God Staggering damn. around, it, smashing yeah. shit down. Uh, so yeah, this week we'll talk about five to one and we'll talk about our honorable mentions that uh, haven't come up already. I've only got one more of them and it's going to come up, I reckon. So <laughs> I've got so many. There are games I play, but like, I, you know, I, not all of them are honourable. Some of them are good, even. But so I have genuinely like could have done a ha- happily done like a top fifteen, top I, twenty. I looked at Ben's phone and he's got twenty twenty three in video games on Wikipedia mm-hmm. open. That's yeah, his yeah, list. Yeah. That is what I used last night to do my research. <laughs> it's a useful but, resource. Um, uh, the, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about the top the top five. Mm. Yeah, let's dive back in. We're going TBA uh, rules. Yep, TBA order. So, Thomas, are you ready? This oh, is I'm it. ready, baby. This are you ready, moment. kids? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've never seen the show. What show is it? <laughs> Number five on my game of the year list, and I'm pretty positive we're going to talk about it right now. Yeah. Pizza Tower. It's that is my final honourable. Yeah. yeah. Purely okay. because Pizza Tower has the. 
best visuals of the year, maybe. Yeah. Ooh. I fucking loved the look of that game. I didn't play that much of it, but just looks-wise, hubba hubba. Okay. Yeah, the style of it too. Like I had just before it came out started uh, replaying Warrior Land 4, which it is – yeah, mechanically it's doing a, a, a version of a Warrior Land game, which there hasn't been a new one of in quite some time. Mm. But also the specific mechanic that is only in the fourth Warrior Land where you get to the end of the level, you hit a you hit like a goalpost, and then you have to make your way back through the level to the entrance. Some of the path has changed, so you go into new areas and you can't get into other areas. But yeah, I just I just loved this. Like it was already riffing on a on a series of games that I really, really love and it was doing so with such a unique visual style. It had such a like a, a, a great sense of humour, this really weird, funny, offbeat look to it and just mechanically it felt great to play once you got your head around the mechanics and it, it got a lot of attention for being a Wario clone but it was also doing – so much other stuff. It was like a great version of a Sonic game where it's more about speed than the Wario games yeah. is and getting that momentum and to get the best score in all of the levels, you need to basically not stop at any point. And so the levels are designed for you if you are really good at it and know what you're doing mm. to be able to make it through the level without losing any momentum or wasting any time. And I feel like that's something that a lot of the times – the Sonic games themselves don't even do very well. Like right. they are really those levels are built where you'll get a loop the loop and a and a you know corkscrew bit and then you'll just hit a wall for you know it's always weird with you the didn't Sonic jump in the less than a millisecond you mm. had yeah the, well not less than and a then, millisecond that would be insane but <laughs> quick but the levels are in those games tend to be designed in a way where you you feel like does this want me to be going as fast as I can or does it want me to be stopping and exploring and often mm. it does want you to be doing both with very little warning or indication of which one it's expecting you to do. But this felt like, yeah, not only the best version of the of the Wario Land principles, but of the of yeah, the Sonic principles as well. And it just it all came together so nicely. It had really interesting boss fights. Uh yeah, so much replayability. Basically just one guy doing the whole damn thing by himself. Um and yeah, really one that just came out of nowhere. I'm surprised that it hasn't been announced yet for anything else mm. that I know of. It's PC only. PC only still okay. at this point. I don't think there's been any announcement about it coming to Switch or PlayStation or anything like that, which is, yeah, disappointing at this point because I really think that it's it's a game that is you can you could really see it being yeah, getting a lot more attention once it's on something like the Switch where like aesthetically it fits in so well alongside, you know, the Switch library. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, yeah, loved this game. This was one of those ones that felt like someone has made something just for you that mm. just appeals to like so much of the stuff you like in, in every different, um, yeah, in all of its, yeah, design and mechanics and visual style. Loved Pizza Tower. It's so cool looking. It had the thing to me that like, remember Cruelty Squad? Yes. Mm. It, the, it may be a strange comparison, but like how people are like, oh, I love how shitty it looks. Yeah. But in a deliberate way, this was that where it doesn't look shitty, but it's it's so deliberately yuck. Yeah. It's I, cool. I like, yeah, animation. Ren and Stimpy, like weird French animation influence, but then also mm -hmm. like designed in that sort of MS Paint mm. sort of jagged look to it. I think that's the cruelty squad part of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It just looks drawn quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It's sick. It looks really great. Didn't didn't play that much of it though, but yeah, I agree with what you said about 
I was uh, between houses at the time and I went back to my old house and <laughs> moved my PC over <laughs> oh. to the new house just so that I could play a bit more Pizza Tower. Bet you wish you had a pizza laptop instead of the Pizza Tower. Mm. Pizza Steam Deck. Oh, steamed pizza, steamed it. <laughs> yeah. Steamed pizza. It's chewy. Cheese yeah. not melted yet. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's that was my my experience of Pizza Tower. A little bit steamed. I didn't I didn't uh, vibe with it was at it, all. Uh, completely steamed. Yeah. It's on steamed. steamed. Yeah. Mm. Um but uh, who cares? You loved it, and that is what we're here to celebrate. That's what we're all about. <laughs> yes, that that's every honourable and uh, of it. We did ten to six last week. Yep. So all I've got now are the, are the big the, the cream, hitters. the cream of the crop. I'm all cream all the time. Well, we're gonna do a little I'm throwback. Like a very sick cow. Oh yeah, curdled. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. We we're gonna do a little throwback to last week, and you can uh, finally talk about the game that you had. I think in at number six, Knox. Oh yes, Mister Lies of P. Another one guy effort, all done by Geppetto. <laughs> yeah, um, built the whole thing, but it really comes to life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That no, you uh, actually had me on the hook there. <laughs> what? I, I, I have my guns loaded, ready to be like. It was a whole team. <laughs> <laughs> it was a team of South Korean people. Yeah, Lies of P. Um, as we, we yeah we, we did so like briefly touch on last week week but let's expand on it it is the best from software uh, copy that's ever been made it mm. also has yeah I think it is a synthesis of like some of their best games your Dark Souls threes your Bloodborns um, but it had this great character to it that gothic dumbass fairy tale Pinocchio shit it really really works it's for some reason it's crazy that it does too and the whole time I was playing it I couldn't understand why I liked it yeah. because like yeah. on paper I should find it so silly yes. and I kind of do but in the most endearing way where it's a, it's like it's so aware of itself and mm. it's doing it's having so much grimy fun with yes. it uh, I, I like Stormzy <laughs> yeah <laughs> The Stormzy of video games, Liza P, it's just so much. They they understand what makes the games like Bloodborne work as yes. well. That's yep. what drives this game forward is like there's a lot of different upgrade parts for all your mm-hmm. different bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. You can swap out weapon handles and hilts. Uh, well, that's the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The two parts can, of a weapon. Yes, you can mix and match. And uh, I mean, and yet still there are such tried and true and you could say ripped off mechanics of like find the upgrade stone number one and you upgrade your weapon to plus one. And like that is in there because it works in other successful games. And it's not in there just because it works in other games. They've figured out Mm. how to make it work for them. Yes, And that's the thing, even though it's so full of all that stuff, none of it is there because they didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. It's all thought through and... Level design wise, they're getting up to matching that really great level yeah. design from all the Souls series. Uh, vibe wise, like all of the weird kooky characters you mm-hmm. meet, mm-hmm. they have like cool, interesting things to say and do, and like disappear and pop up and yeah. do all of that Soul stuff. Um, the bosses, for the most part, are really fun and mm-hmm. and and uh, interesting to fight. Yeah, a couple that or met, like one that I got frustrated at like which one the king of puppets sure for some reason i fucked the king of puppets up the yeah. first time i gotta get more throwables or something i i think i got to it and was like oh i should have been collecting more shit i spent all my stuff mm. I, I gotta go back and grind a bit um and that may have been the reason which uh is fair enough it's not entirely the game's fault um but yeah 
love the aesthetics. Love that, like, drawing in those, like, the animal sort of characters from mm. the Pinocchio stories and, and turning them into, yeah, these weird gothic gangs and stuff like that. It just works so well. Totally. I love the, the like, Black Rabbit gang or yes. whatever they're called. Uh, the, like, goofy voice acting is correct. Yep. All of the, like, sides... Like, I explored every single bit of that game and, like, all of the little side bits you can explore to get some prize you'll never use. Yeah. Uh, as really satisfying to do, do just because the combat is really honed yeah. and enjoyable and, like, pretty uh, adaptable to whatever style you yep. kind of want to go for. Yep. Uh, it's Again, very, very Dark Souls-y. Like, you choose the weapon and the attachment that you favor and yeah you can customize the gameplay to an extent i feel like i'm gonna do a new game plus of that thing mm. uh, there's dlc coming for it at some point so i'll probably wait for that and like it it just really caught me in a way that none of the imitators have until lies of p yeah and well, it, go, it makes it go sort of beyond being an imitator even though it is straight up and down <laughs> yeah wearing its influences on its forehead <laughs> it it is like still somehow its own thing Thing as a result. Well, it's your guys' pizza tower, right? It's like this real yeah. golden era yeah. of like developers being able to go, all right, well, if you're not going to make another one of these, then we'll do it. But also like having enough of their own mm. stylistic mm. Uh, things to add in where they're not just copying the... Um, the the setting and the and the tone and all that like they've right. got enough fresh stuff to bring to it and also like you un- like you say they they fully deeply understand what makes that style of game fun to play yes in a way that they can yeah it, it almost is a bit of a shame with those things when they get to like the easy log line in is that it's a mm. this clone yeah when it is it's it's you know it's it's not as easy as just like it's not easy to do. Even yeah. to just do a good version of it again mm. is hard to do. It does take such a deep understanding. And this is almost a clone in the same way that every from from game has been a clone of Demon Souls, right? All, all of that type of from game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. it, it's it's cleverly designed, really satisfying. It feels tight and like ex- exactly the right difficulty mm. uh, for that type of game to me. I got more into the story aspect of it than I thought I would. Yeah, like, yeah, same. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it is, like, it's the second game on my top 10 list about robots rebelling. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that uh, it's a, clearly a topic that I enjoy greatly. It's got hi-fi rushing. I don't have one. another. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just absolutely in the category of those games, which are some of the best of all time. Yeah. Uh, it's Bloodborne is, too, as well. Like it, it's it it is that sequel that people have been clamoring for, or even mm. the sixty frames per sec- second uh, release. Super impressive, yeah, and uh, really really fun and uh, worth worth digging into if you're a, a Souls fan. Yeah, because mm. uh, I'd go as far as to say it's my fifth favorite game of the year. I'd say sixth. Okay, but you know what? Six is. Five. It's really five. It's yeah. basically the same. <laughs> it's the same number. <laughs> uh, yeah. However, great game. The real five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I don't think we're going to talk about it right this moment, but I expect we will soon. We will. The fifth game of the best game of the year mm-hmm. for me, Resident Evil Four Remake. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll go deeper into it, but. It's a good game. You know what? I will talk 
two weeks ago about the VR mode, I hope. I haven't had, because we're pre-recording this, I haven't had time to do the VR mode yet because that just came out. The story structure of these episodes is quite innovative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they call it the memento of podcasts because you forget about what they said a minute and a half later. Uh, it's a good game. We'll yeah. explain soon. Yeah. Thomas. My number four game of the year. <laughs> Resident Evil 4. Yeah, I thought so. Oh. I had a feeling for some reason. We'll talk about it soon. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good, uh, good game. Hey, I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> Adam, you want to get out of here? Do you want to go talk about Resident <laughs> Evil 4? <laughs> it won't be much longer, but my number four game of the year. I have a feeling. We'll talk about it soon. Okay. The Legend of Zelda... Tears of the Kingdom. We'll talk about it soon. We'll okay. about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, it feels weird because we're going to talk about all of these today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It yeah. Just again, the rule from last week. We talk about it. Whoever's the highest. Yep. And I'm fucking baked. I'm brother. suited <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Number four for you, Adam. We'll talk about it soon. Mm. <laughs> Number four for me. Yep. We'll talk about this now. Okay. It's uh, Alan Wake Two. Okay. Oh yeah. The closest to it. You gave a Vanel game of the year yeah. named after you. <laughs> this is the closest to my name. Basically, out of name Adam this year. Knox too. Yeah. Same number of letters. Yeah. Alan, Adam. Yeah. Wake and Knox aren't the same. But and it's I'm okay an amazing both. writer, unlike <laughs> Mr. Wake, who man. Okay, I really fucking enjoyed Alan Wake Two. The thing is so uh, confident and like uh, unique. In a in a in a like exciting fun way where it's doing something that I don't think always works, but mm. is always with such conviction that it like delivers itself anyway. If that makes sense, sure, yeah. The, like the tone of it and um, the the just reach that it's that it's taken, and mm-hmm. then to me mostly pulled off is. Uh, really engaging and cool like i loved the story of it the the fact that like alan wake is such a bad writer who's so up himself and full of ego that he creates this world of like that's all about him and it's goofy Mm. and silly (laughs) like it it, that bit really works for me having saga be this second character who has this different and i thought often more interesting story i definitely thought more interesting yeah um i guess it's more real like alan wakes is so largely in like internal and metaphorical right um which can be interesting but like you say it's also very like um self-indulgent within the context of him as a character he he is that yeah yeah but yeah whereas saga it's like it's both more real world based, um, and I like her as an actor better. Like there were a lot of things that just, um, yeah, were more engaging uh, it, in that side of the story for me. It totally works as two parallels of like thematically too, where he's mm. all about himself all the time, and she's all about fixing this stuff for other people's sake. Right, right, yeah, but family and stuff. Yeah, both of them kind of come to this head of. I really loved, and again, here's, we're going to have some spoilers for mm-hmm. some of these games. This is a spoiler for the, towards the end of Alan Wake 2. Uh, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> I just Wow. Um, JK, JK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um, way that it deals with, like, uh, I guess self-confidence is, like, the cheesy way to say it, but, like, the, the way that it uses her mechanic to have her regain a sense of like purpose mm. towards the end it works super well. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. moment. And there's lots of little moments throughout where like it it just is shooting to be something 
interesting mm. and that's just really um fun to watch it, it's it's trying so hard but not in like a cheesy way like well it is but you know what i mean like it's it's really given it its all the whole time in a way that a lot of games do not yeah this has so much character and like passion put into it you can tell and I that really worked for me. I think it plays great too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sim- important for your number four favorite game of the year. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. It's similar to Resident <laughs> Evil Four in some ways, where it's the same kind of like, uh, it's a little more like sluggish or something, but like a shooter uh, survival horror. Right, type exactly. Thing. Because of the tension, it is you. You can't be a superhero. Right. You're not meant to be. Yeah. No. Yeah, and it- Resident Evil Four is so much more of an actiony version of it, but this mm. is a lot more of a like, oh fuck. Yeah. More Silent Hillish or something. Yeah. But yeah. It's funny how much it stands out when you play a game where a person moves like an actual person. Right. And how it's like, what the. F- this is like fucking walking through mud, and then you look at it, and it's like, oh no, he's just walking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what walking is. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah, this was ten for me. Yeah, uh, I think that I agree with all of that, uh, except I, I do think <laughs> that it, 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 its reach out, what is it, exceeds its grasp. I don't. I feel like sometimes it is just cheesy and, uh, and corny and like, um, without yeah. Not within its own context. Um, I don't even know if I disagree with that, but it was still charming to me mm, throughout mm. the whole thing. That's the thing where, uh, like, yeah, I, I don't. Um, I understand that it's a, a matter of taste, and I'm not. I don't think it's just like bad. I just it didn't fully grab me in the way that it like it has a lot of people. Like it was mm. on multiple, like number one on multiple game of the year yeah. lists. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's one of the ones where I think we're in the realm here where all of these are perfectly. Right. Uh, like, I fully understand having any of these next ones at one. These mm-hmm. are all kind of much of a muchness that's, to me. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Most of my list is like, <laughs> there's my number one, and then pretty much everything from like two down to six, I feel like the order could have changed around mm. so much. Well, certainly like five to two for me is like right. sort of almost just equal number two. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked all of these the same amount. Mm. And like a lot of what this is doing, I like as much because it's doing it uh, as w- rather than necessarily caring if it super lands. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, I, absolutely. And that's, I think, yeah, like I, I, in, I was liking it less at the start and the more it went on, I feel like the more I had to respect its ambition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, and it's like, it's, it's just more interesting than so many other games. It's so like fully formed in, 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 in a way mm. in, in like, in, in terms of like it being a thing with a vision. Yeah. Yeah. That um, is just a fucking the same reason I go Gaga over Kojima You're because right, yeah, heaps yeah. of his shit is so stupid and I actively think is bad. Right. And I love it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just like this like auteur level thing where yeah. like if the auteur ain't always getting it right, I love watching them miss that grab. You know, yeah. Um, all, all the like real life actor stuff, it kind of doesn't work, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, it like it. I, I loved having um because it's unique. It's got a flavor that's like one hundred percent its own. Yeah, right. and I was just like happy to be there, even if like I, like it just went beyond me analyzing if it worked for me necessarily because it just made me enjoy all of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked all the little side bits and stuff. I didn't even do all of them, but I kind of want to go through and play it again at some point. I yeah, loved right. all the tie-in with the controls 
world. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And yeah. that's crazy that it managed to do a story about multidimensional stuff with tie-ins to another property from the same universe. Yeah. That does not feel like a, a shoehorned or like like because it's done right now yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. It really yeah, yeah. feels intentional and uh, is like Exciting in the way of like, oh, there's the control people. Yeah. Like that they would have done that anyway, not just like, yeah. oh, this yeah. is what big media properties do now, so we have to do it. Totally. The, just the audacity to have this whole like finish film play yeah. in this cinema that's <laughs> like pretty stupid. And But like I'm standing there kind of like, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Lake just putting himself in there. He's like, I look like Max Payne, but we can't use that name. So <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, Bobby Gunn, whatever he called himself. What is his name? Alex Casey. Alex Casey. <laughs> Again, it's stupid. Yeah, he solves cases. Yeah, <laughs> Alan He's Wake. A Wake. A yeah. Wake. Yeah. Saga Anderson. Story. Story. <laughs> Nordic. Storyman. Yeah. yeah, it's great. All the weird stuff like Wall in Door. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Optimus Primal. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah. but like it, it, it plays so well the whole way through, and like escalates and and and. There's a couple of twists and stuff you sort of see coming, but I just uh, really had like a a, a good time. Uh, the, all the songs that play in between each chapter and stuff, pretty good. Some of them, and uh, uh, just a s- silly fun way to to chop up your game. Mm. Yeah, I if you can't tell, liked it. <laughs> okay. Alan Wake Two. What was that? Your number three? Number, number four, four. four. We're up to three. Okay. My number three game of the year. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That was my seven. We mentioned it last week. Baby. Now it's time to... uh, What's the big version of mention? You know, talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Discuss. Go on. Discuss. (laughs) Um, What a a crazy game to not know anything about until a couple months before it came out. Like June or something. Yeah, yeah. What a weird one to just be working on a new version of... One of the oldest game franchises that exists, mm. yeah. and just last minute, basically, be like, "By the way, this is coming out." Yeah, we've Again. done another of our main thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, to, it, and yeah. it looks incredible. Yeah. And it looks great. And again, it's coming out in. You're getting a game like this in a year of a console's lifespan, where traditionally the lights yeah. are really starting to be flicked off, yep. and you, you know, not holding it over for the Switch Two or yeah. whatever it's called mm. next year. You know. Good on them. Yeah. Chuck it out. And so much interesting stuff about like hearing that they – I also really liked how they were a lot more uh, – they, they kind of spoke a lot more about the development of this game mm. than Nintendo tend to do. They usually just kind of like put things out. They don't really ever do developer interviews or that kind of stuff too often. But like they had the director and the producer going around doing junkets and stuff and all those little tidbits about how they – they weren't given any kind of time frame for it. They just started working on it, and the and the um, director from above was just like, just just fuck around, just yeah. just work on some stuff, and then we'll we'll date it when it's when it's good to go. And right. I mean that, that probably speaks to it. It ends up being sort of the perfect time for it to come out because like what a cool little swan song for the mm. Switch. But you know you can imagine. It, best case, you know, ideally you probably would have wanted it to be coming out, I don't know, two years ago, but just it, right. it was such a lesson in these schedules of like these other media properties that are just on such a conveyor belt now and things don't sort of properly get the time to cook and having something like this that is so full of invention and interesting ideas and just you really can tell that they just did have the time to do whatever they wanted and to get it to work how they wanted it to work and especially in the shadow of 
Mario Maker 2 and people saying there's... Well, what do you do with a 2D Mario from here? Right, like, literally the- everyone in the world has been a developer potentially <laughs> yeah. for yeah. Mario for nearly 10 years, for and, 8 years. Yeah, and there was that guy that made... Uh, his version of Mario Brothers 4 yes. in it as like a downloadable thing that was great. That yeah, were, and yeah. even just all the levels that Nintendo made for Mario Maker 2 in the single player of that was like the best 2D Mario that existed in such a long time. And so, yeah, obviously the answer is, well, mechanically you you throw something in there that you can't replicate in any way in Mario Maker. And I just thought the just the visual style of it and them really going back to Mario looking cartoony and sort of doing away with the style of new Super Mario Brothers, which so many people have talked about it. I, I'm in that camp too of it just was not to my personal taste. This is just not something that I thought that they really had in them. I thought mm. they would focus all their creativity on the 3D Marios. Maybe they'd put a new new Super Mario Brothers out every five years, but this just wasn't something I ever predicted them them doing and it was yeah such a welcome surprise it's and a, just so much fun all the way through i agree it's a spin in the other direction to what i kind of expected of like maybe we'll get a super mario brothers four from them go more retro go more old pixel fashioned. art style or whatever right. yeah and this is yeah just a completely new thing that you're right about the creativity bit and that's the best part of this game is that like literally every level pretty much is a new idea twice like yeah. you've got a good idea for the level and then the one to see it is another idea on top of that. And that it's constantly throwing just fresh stuff at you so that like you're not doing the the thing that the new Super Mario Brothers games felt to me, which is like we're platforming again and we're platforming again and we're platforming again. And right. Running, running, same running. enemy types, same visual assets. And visually yeah. it, within the worlds of those games too, like you're in this world and all the levels kind of look the same. Even yeah, yeah. in this one, even though you'd have that aesthetic of we're in the mines or whatever, mm. each level still had its own distinct, unique personality. Yes. So like, colourful. Like yeah. just, and obviously like the new Super Mario Brothers games are like vibrant and bright, but like the palette of this was just so, it was like yeah. literally a rainbow palette rather than mm. just like, oh, Sandland is orange and yellow. Like it yeah. was just really diverse. It looks I wish awesome it had been without a- being like neon or pa- yeah. pastel. Mm. Yeah, or yeah. Like it's its own kind of, thing i wish it had been a bit longer and i wish mm. i mean i i hold these i hold mario games to like such a high standard that there's always part of them where i'm like i wish this went a bit further in some areas like mm. i i do feel like that not that they're holding back but i do feel like there there could well be another one of these soon with ideas that they didn't get around to using like i right. wish that i kind of would have liked there to be a couple more characters in there that you could play as I think is a bit of a missed opportunity. I sort of, even though they did a bit of a twist on the thing of Bowser being the villain and he, he turned, he's literally a sentient castle in yeah. this one, I kind of thought it would have been cool. You know, we're in a different place that's not the Mushroom Kingdom. It would have been cool to have it be a different bad guy or mm-hmm. have there. I was sort of expecting there to be a little more escalation or a little more twist in that final world, in that final battle. I, I was sort of hoping it would because Mario 3D World has the thing of like the huge tower where Bowser's the cat and it's sort of like this Godzilla King Kong kind of thing where Mm. he's scaling the building it didn't quite get to where I was hoping it would for the climax given 
given how nutso everything was getting just in the levels yeah, early on. I, I really loved all the, the musical bits of this. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. And the finale with Bowser being that yeah. too is cool. And I liked all of those bits. I think it's the same stuff for me where I loved it. It was number seven for me. Reason it wasn't a bit higher is because it, it it's a touch easy for the most part. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it's kind of a breeze, which is also very deliberate it seems like and they've really pitched this one as like playing with your fucking kids yeah the yeah. post game stuff gets brutal but i wish that was kind of threaded in a little bit more mm. and i would I, yeah i would have loved just maybe like one or two more worlds in there you know yeah. not even it's quite short yeah yeah because yeah, they also again it's even just visually with something like a uh uh mario odyssey i kind of felt the same thing that you've got you know, you've got like a snow world and you've got a sand world and those are cool. And then you get into that weird like the the cooking kingdom. Oh, where yeah, it, yeah. Just as things sort of start, they sort of start to flex out and make it a little, just even the design and the mm. idea behind the world a little bit more interesting and a bit kooky. And then they sort of cut it off right at the point where I, I feel like that's the start of it. And I'd like to see them push out. You know, just have another couple of worlds that were a little bit more obtuse and a little bit weird than just like this is the snow mountain and this is the mine. I agree where it's like it's one of those things where when you have a game that's really good, your criticisms about it are often, I wish there was more of the good stuff. Yeah. And again, that's only because I hold these games to such a high standard and when they're at the apex of their creativity, I think that like for me – there's very few things that can come close to it. And like, you know, I'd love to see them do something where they are so good at tapping into when they want to be. They're so good at reaching back into their archives. I'd love to see them do a Mario game where the villain is Wart from, you know, Mario 2. You know, yeah, like yeah. reach Bring back Wario in. Bring Wario back in. Re- have yeah. Wario. I kind of was really hoping that you'd get to the end of this and you would unlock a new character or two to play right. as, which they did in Mario 3D, you know, just those are the couple of like actual kind of missteps that I felt with this game is that having the characters be tied to the easy mode. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of yep. weird. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then the badges are like a half mechanic where I think they're kind of cool. And the, the levels where you have to use certain badges yep. are the most fun you have with the badges. Yeah. So like them having to, Make all characters that, play the same so that... Yeah. And yeah. all the badges could be used in any level so they kind of can't be used in any level at the I same time. I just never ended up sense. using them because a lot of them felt like they were concessions for, again, younger players or... Yep. One, like, but then again, those, like, the levels where they introduce them and you've got to like do a license test of like prove you can I use this badge. Them. Really great. And then the very final level is did you get up it's like an ultimate badge testing yeah, you yeah. do all of them one after the other and it's fucking tough and it's really fun to be like to have these interesting different mechanics that aren't in other yeah. Mario games uh, for the most part be required of you and give you something to do and and mm. but again that the point that I liked when they did use it so I wish it had more of the thing uh, yeah, yeah. I kind of just wish the badge levels had have just existed as levels where you go in mm. and it's like here's the challenge in this level you right, your, right. your jump is different or whatever right. and then and and make all the characters control the same in those levels because yeah having the, all these different characters and they all control the same because yeah what used to be Luigi having that higher jump. Well, that's a badge now. So you've yeah. got to make them all a blank canvas to be able to affix that onto. I would have rather them have Peach has her float jump. You know, uh, Luigi has his flutter jump. You have Wario in there and he can do his little dash attack or whatever it is, have them all be yeah. mechanically different and then 
just have the badge challenges be their own little standalone levels without it being a thing that you unlock that you can affix. Yeah. And those quibbles are there because when it's doing its top shelf stuff, yeah. it's so fucking good. Like it's so creative. It's one of the densest games of the year in terms of just idea, 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 idea. Yeah. And and the best Mario games are like that. And this is absolutely doing the same thing. It looks fucking so good to yeah. me. Like all the little fun little animations and just like the 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 vibe of it is um so detailed and thoughtful and cared about um so i yeah i really like that game and just yeah just <laughs> yeah. hearing that they put more budget into the animations than they've than they've ever done before mm. and just yeah they these games became a bit by the numbers and you see this in action immediately and you for go, nearly 20 years now too yeah. with the new ones immediately go you go yeah this is what these games should look like like they're disney mario should be like mm. dangling out of the pipe when he comes out like there should be just all this stuff going on and and even yeah i know some people hated the flowers but yeah, I, li- I, li- I liked him. I liked there him. There was I only one them- that annoyed me because he told me where a secret was. And oh, I was right. like, oh, brother, mm. I've got it. Mm. I liked when you'd go into like a little cave and there'd be one down there and he'd be like, I'm so lonely. Yeah. <laughs> or just like you'd, you'd be like, how'd you get up here? Like I. But they added the- that you can turn them off if you yeah. didn't like them. You know, In so- the trailer, I thought they were going to be a bit like marvelly, like, no, he's behind you kind of stuff. But yeah. they were all, yeah, they for the most part, they – and I, I liked that as a um, – I, you know, I don't need Mario talking going, oh, what's going on here? Oh, like I brother. liked, you know, getting that, yes. getting that feeling. <laughs> I'm of, Luigi, your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I liked getting that feeling of the, you know, if you're in like a weird or scary environment in the game or whatever, like having the flower be like, nah, what's going on? Like I liked yeah. it being through him rather than Mario having big cutscenes or whatever. I, I totally thought they were fine. Yeah. yeah. Didn't really, I like, yeah, they, they were absolutely fine to me. And just, just a, such a fun game. And for sure, if you have kids, I bet that that is one to just no-brainer um, pick up. And, and uh, yeah, just creative and, and, and fun the whole way through. And I agree with you when you said when we reviewed it, you want you don't want another one of these. You want them to just go back to the drawing board and I do what they I want another one of what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, if they have more ideas for this, I'd take it. Well, that's my caveat. If they're yeah. going to do a one to two, I'd love it to come out soon. Just yeah. crank it out. If it's going to be another long wait, yeah, totally go back to the drawing board again. Don't don't make this the like, oh, we've had 20 years of Wonder Games right, right. Now and have it be like the special thing about this is that it's fresh. Yeah. And that is the, the thing that interests me more. But also, fuck do I know. <laughs> you know a fair bit. Uh, yeah. A battle about video games. Took place mm. in the year 1066. Ooh. What year did Crazy Taxi 2 come out? Ooh, 2000. Okay. <laughs> I want to say. Well, you know what, <laughs> right. then? You got a fair, uh, a wide spectrum. Uh, oh, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> number, number three, we're on? Yep. That was number three? Okay. Well, I mean, this you could argue that this game is not as fresh as some other games that came out this year. Okay. But. I don't give a fuck what hey, you think. <laughs> I, had, I had remasters from 1996 and 2001 on my yeah. list. <laughs> uh, and I never played the original version of this, uh, but I absolutely loved and thought was a near-perfect game, Mr. Resident Evil 4. Uh, yes. Yes. Is it yes. time to talk Resident Evil 4? Have we all said it? Yeah. It was oh, my first. Oh, sick. Yeah, it was my number five. Yeah, right. Well. Uh, I... I fucking and so yeah, both of you guys had played this already, hadn't mm. you? Again, like Metroid, a number of times, right? Um, but this is different to those ones where it's right. it's enough of a 
redoing the it's not just yeah it's totally. not just upgrading the visuals and tightening right. the controls like it's it's quite different but yeah in terms of like the the characters the design the locations it was all new to me uh and it just did all of it uh, as as like the best that it can be it, i i saw the clear lineage from this to to village mm-hmm. uh and i uh i think i still kind of like the sort of idiosyncrasies of village a bit more aesthetically but in terms of playing a game this was my third favorite <laughs> video game experience of the year it just i loved everything about it it didn't get frustrating at any point it was always interesting and yep. full of momentum the bosses were fun the design was great the characters were stupid you know mm. it's all over the top high high uh high drama high action set pieces yeah i just had a fucking great time with it the challenges are challenging and feel good when yes. you get through them uh yeah if you have like for me the final bit was a walk in the park yeah that's right because i had not bought the rocket launcher until right before that battle yeah and just you know, it did make it a bit easy, but I didn't feel like I shortchanged myself. I was like, yeah, I played it well. Mm. I, I held off until the last possible minute. That's why an item like that is in the game f- for you at that point if you need it. It's so fucking good, man. Mm. Like, it's the best remake of all time, probably. I think it outdoes yeah, that so. remake. But it's one of the Resident Evil remakes is the best remake. Yes. Because it, it, like, 4 was the best Resident Evil and 4 Remake is once again the best Resident Evil to me. Like... Every bit of the gameplay feels exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's all and it's like it it's kind of stiff and it's kind of you know like it's it's not um, done necessarily in the way that every other third person shooter is. It doesn't control exactly the same right, as them. It's, and right, all of that. it's not an Uncharted or anything like that. It's doing it its way because it knows exactly how to do its thing. Yeah, the reactivity of all the enemies that you're shooting and how like. Uh, arcadey it almost feels I mean literally in the mercenaries mode like right. it turns it into an arcade game that feels fucking great yeah like going through those levels and getting the S's and all of that mm. oh I loved it yeah uh, but it also it's funny because you say that it feels a little stiff but it's it's so uh, loosened up from what it originally was right. where you couldn't shoot while you were moving and you had to be anchored. Yeah. So, And I only mean in comparison to like the push for fluidity and everything yes. that yeah. is in a lot of things. But this is very video gamey, very mm. like it has controls rather than like approximations of how to make a character move. If yeah. That makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. But it totally works. Like every level is a level. Mm-hmm. You are moving around a map. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, but it also looks great and looks so like um, uh, immersive and whatever. Like yeah. the visuals are fucking awesome. Yeah. And just the the thing of even though it is still very video gamey, it's like wait, so he's got all these guns and stuff in a briefcase that he's carrying around. <laughs> yeah, which he is, pre-ordered the briefcase. Which, which that's makes, the only thing that I don't like about this game is the monetization stuff in the store, which you don't need to engage. Oh with. yeah, it's right. fucking grubby. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it. Capcom's trying it on with that stuff, but yeah. whatever. But like you've got you've got that which is just makes no sense. But then it's like well, no, it's it's very realistic because you have to you can't carry stuff that won't fit in the briefcase <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but even that of having to sit there and be like oh, fuck all right i'll rotate those shotgun around yeah. it's like i just i just love that i love there's been whole other games that have come out that are that are 
literally just that mechanic in yeah, a game. Yeah, that's actually a game that I should have mentioned. I think Backpack Hero yeah, is, is I started the name playing of it. That, yeah. yeah, so that came out this year, and it, yeah, it's literally turning that mechanic into a game with some other stuff. But mm. yeah, it's it's done super well in this. You again, that is the survival aspect, the mm. the the um the item sort of conservation, oh, and, that, and prioritization, get, yeah. getting to a tough area and then getting into a room that is just littered with those herbs and ammo oh, yeah. and just being like. Oh. Give me that green herb. Yeah. Like all the weapons are fun to use, mm-hmm. but you have to be selective about which one, which adds to the replayability of it for me where like I kind of want to play through it just using each weapon each time because right. they each feel f- different and fun to use. Yep. Yeah, that upgrade path for each of them is is like it's engaging. It's not like a chore. It's mm. it's you get to again, yeah, prioritize your your game style and whatever weapon that you uh, that you enjoy using. All the puzzle stuff's great. I don't yep. know how different that is from the original, but it's all pretty it's it's the same stuff. It's just like someone started again. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it's so it's it's so interesting because I remember after three coming out and then people starting to go, well, I wonder what's going to happen. Are they going to do a? uh, Are they going to do four? Because you know, four's probably the one that needs remake. You know, four already is fairly modern. Like they ported it to everything. Yeah, and it it really was the big question of like, well, would that be because they had really completely started from scratch with two and three with the even the perspective of how you played it and everything and yeah just that just being like with four like is there really the need and what would they even do would it just will it just be a much more simpler case of like the graphics just look a bit better right but the fact that they still managed to exceed expectations when there was kind of less to do Mm. technically is is really impressive like still still pushing themselves to remake the game Mm. The specifics of most of it are pretty different, right? But also, the it's really hard to like describe and quantify because like it's the same stuff, but like they've added in this bit and that bit, and there's a couple of like boss fights maybe and stuff like that that aren't in the first one, and it, it, it's 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 um maybe maybe I'm getting confused, but anyway, the it, it's it's done really interesting, mm. and especially it's having- a crazy level of remake, that, right? That all the little side mission things, the little blue contracts that you get, mm-hmm. they're all super fun. Mm. I tried to do every single one of them, and I missed fucking one, and I'm oh. still feeling it. <laughs> um, like it just is every it like we were talking about with Mario. Every new bit, even though you're doing the same stuff again and again, you're shooting the same guys for basically the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. there's not really much. There's some different enemies, but they all play pretty similarly because they're fun to fucking play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then every different subsection is like a fresh little twist and here's this thing and now you're oh, both sides and whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, this is, uh, they're not the same style of games. So it's not really fair to compare them, but like Final Fantasy 16, where I was saying I was getting bored with that because right. all these encounters happen in what feels like sort of the same space. And this is just the opposite of that where... Now you're in a you know big hall, or now you're in a you know you're a little the... a little barnyard. Oh, so you've it's got a cave. To, yeah, so like every time is a bit a, a bit different in the in the landscape and the layout, and then like that's what the, that under means. that the levels are, are thoughtfully different. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And even when you're getting overpowered, it doesn't feel unfair. It's just like okay, I've got to I've got to change my strategy here. I've got yes. to think more about now. I know that that guy's up there. I just wasn't like looking around enough. It yeah, it just is so much fun. All of the visuals, the sound design, the separate ways DLC thing was great, and it oh, came yeah, out yeah. like really soon after, and mm. that was actually 
like well priced and yep. all of that and it's a bit different ada has a grappling hook oh, yeah. that's a bit of fun and especially so vr mode again i don't remember if i mentioned this in this episode but uh, i i haven't had the chance to try that yet it's just come out but uh I'm keen to. Mm. Well, having played the VR version that came out on the Oculus two years ago. Right. Oh, yeah. And that really feeling like, as someone who'd played the original, like, wow, this is this is the best way to go back to this. This is this might be the definitive version of this game. Mm-hmm. And to still have it, you know, overtaken is, yeah, they they really... And that version, that mode's free if you yeah. have a $1,000 headset, but, like, it's <laughs> right. free. Yeah. It's sick. To, Resident yeah. Evil 4 is a good-ass game. It yeah. always has gone back been. to the well of it so many times and they've ported it to everything. They brought out a yeah a VR version of the original game just two years ago and now there's a remake and a VR version of the remake and it still not feel egregious. Like, yeah, the, yeah. the, the fact that it's a remake of a game from 2004 or five that I didn't whinge about being a remake <laughs> yep. this whole year, I don't think. You could probably dig it up. But, like, it's 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 so good. Well, I think because yeah. they'd proven themselves with two mm. and it just was like, okay, they're not they're in this era where they're not doing things by halves when it comes to this. So right. you know that it's going to be great, even if it is just the same game underneath. But, they, yeah, the fact that they did more with it than that is just, yeah, what a game. What a time. So good. Really good game. This episode of Filthy Casuals is once again brought to you <laughs> by the great folks over at Manscaped. Ten, nine, <laughs> eight. Yep. You know what's Se- coming. Six, Six five, five. It's almost four, New Year's. Three. Oh, but I'm two, unsightly one. and unpleasantly hairy. <laughs> nobody's kissing me. Yeah, nobody's kissing you. No. They don't make ads like this anymore, if do they? You turn up looking no. like grug. No one's going to kiss you at the New Year's <laughs> Eve party. Uh, Manscaped is the answer. Yes. If you go to Manscaped and use the code Filthy, you get twenty percent off and free shipping of a bunch of their of every single one of their yeah uh, really great personal grooming products mm-hmm. that we use. Mm-hmm. And we choose. Yeah. And last week I said that they were my personal grooming uh, uh, company of the year because it was our part one of the Game of the Year special. Has anything changed here in part two? Well, I've had a week to think about it. And you know what? No, nothing has changed. They're wow. still number one for me, the men's personal <laughs> grooming company of the year. Ten to six. They're also your five to yeah, one. Absolutely. They're your honourable mentions. Yep. Or so many angry tweets being like, these are rigged. These <laughs> awards are rigged. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as we've said many times, we genuinely recommend these to uh, our listeners, but also our friends and, and people we know who are in need of some grooming products. They're the best on the market. I love them. I continue to use them every day. Yep. I just genuinely think they're a great product. Manscaped. They make good stuff. Use yeah, Code Filthy. Stuff. You get 20% off and free shipping on what your a order. Yeah, it's a hell of a, a deal. It's a great deal. Hurry up because you can do it now if you wanted. Yeah. You should. Time's a wasting. They yeah. just say hurry up in ads. <laughs> uh, Death's Bye coming now. for everybody. Mm. Call now. Ring, ring. Hello. <laughs> Manscape. What number was that? That was th- three. My three. Your, your three. three? Yeah. Time for my three. All right. Uh, coming in at number three and I... Expect to be able to talk about this now because of your two being the next. <laughs> I think I've made myself clear. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't reach my notebook where it's written down. If only dozens of little guys could bring it over to me. Oh, Wouldn't fuck. that be fucking fun as shit? I forgot shit. about this game. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll wait here and for some reason, love it. My number... You're going to be 15 minutes, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Unless um, a big, strong Ben Vanille that's worth 15 of me can come along. I'll and go off and do something else in the meantime. That's <laughs> the beauty of Dandori. As I learned from my number three game of the year, fucking Pikmin 4, baby. Pickies. That's what I was talking about. Like a game like this that has been talked about for 12 years or something yeah. like that. Oh. It's my number two. Yeah. <laughs> Pikmin 4, my three, Tommy 2. Fucking great game. There was a argument going on in my head about whether this was just my number one game because I think moment to moment I had more fun with this than maybe any other game this year. It's up there with this top three. I just think it's fantastic. I think After it's- that, I'm just going to get out of the way. The mm-hmm. intro is bad and it's too long. And it's too slow. Other than that, yeah. the game is fantastic. I think because I had played the demo and all of that tutorial stuff is in the demo. Right. And I was and th- that progress carries over. I think because I'd sort of done that thinking like, oh, I get to play the first. Not even like I'm getting the demo to see if I'll like it. Just, oh, great, I get to do the first two hours of this game. So by the time it actually came out, I'd kind of forgotten that. And I'd sort of done that knowing that like, oh, I'm going to do a bit here and then mm. have to wait like a month for the game to come out. Right. I sort of don't really have any memory of, but like everyone says that about it. I've just kind of deleted that from my brain. Well, and the way I did this was like, I played an hour of Pikmin 1 and some point oh, in yeah. the last 20 years, <laughs> but I played Pikmin 1, 2 and 3 before 4 and I was like, I've fucked myself. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I've gorged on Pikmin. There's no way I'm going to like 4. Loved 4. Yeah. Because, uh, and and the all, play, all of them, they're just great games that um, it's crazy I never really got around to because, so for Pikmin 4, the it, 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 it is so... Um, creative in the same ways we've been talking about with a lot of these games where you're doing a similar thing all of the time mm. but it keeps throwing different twists on it different little curveballs different things for you to pick up and uh it, it i couldn't have been more into every single one of them for the entire duration i am struggling to explain why but there's something magic <laughs> about what they do with the game that they're pretty simple like things of i hate time management yeah mm-hmm. In real life and other, <laughs> it is an awful thing to have to do and the progress of time and the inevitability of tomorrow coming is one of my deepest torments. <laughs> and yet it's the main mechanic there's, of this game yeah. and it totally sucks There's a lot in. of stuff in this that should be too stressful in the sense yeah. of like the time management stuff and also you early on especially you spend a long time cultivating your new little Pikmin and it takes you a long time to build up a big bank of them mm. and inevitably you have points in this game where they just are going to get wiped out decimated it's it's and it's it's an inevitability you can't do anything about it you have to you do have to start thinking there's about that one them stupid as, bit in a fucking cave where that big roly-poly thing is in a little ditch yeah there's no way fuck you yeah but <laughs> still it, it should be it should be too much like it should be annoying but there's just something about it where you go and I like this one is the first one that gives you the option of um, rewinding and, oh, and bringing right. them back to life. Which if I you, don't think which I ever did. I just kind of I, because I played the other ones I was like cool that that's in there for anyone new but I'm not going to not engage with that because to me that's just 
what the game is. You yeah. you make some stupid calls. You wipe out most of you guys. Now you just got to go back and <laughs> do, do the busy work of, of make stupid picking calls. more of them. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, I still love you. Ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, yeah, I, every time I got to one of like the Dendori challenges, which are like the self-contained sort of time attack like versus modes and yep. all of that stuff i would get re-stressed out every time from exactly mm. that thinking oh this is going to be stressful because i got four minutes to do this i can't and every time i'd be surprised by the fact that i was having so much fun doing yep. it which felt silly at the 30th time because like learn but <laughs> every time i'd be like oh boy here we go and then just have a great time with how uh, well made each of those little levels are how well spaced out everything is for you to exactly get from here to here in just the right amount of time like it's, it's such a like every the little segments that you do are timed like they are going to take the same amount of time every time you play because yeah. there's a set time limit for a day in the game so it's such a classic one for sitting down and being like I'll do a day because I know that that's going to take as long as it takes and I'll do that and then I'll go to bed or whatever. Right. And then you get to the end of that day and you're like, oh, but I was just about to get that log out of the way and be <laughs> able to get into that next bit. Now yeah. I've got, got, got to go do the next day now. It takes all of the elements from the previous one, like the caves from two and the sort of multiple characters thing from three and the, the time stuff from one and like does them all the best that they've been done out of those games and then uh, hones them up and, and makes them, them better and fit in more. And then uh, uh, also... Uh, uh, a second you, aspect You've got a doggy oh. That I was going to say You do got dog Yeah Well we dog. talked about In I think it was Maybe you were saying About two maybe Like when you're Running around And it's easy to lose Track of Like your little guys Won't follow you Accurately mm-hmm. And just being able To just have everyone Hop on the back of the dog oh, And life-saver. that kind of Centralises you a bit more And you're not having That thing of like Wait have I been Running too fast And I've now Like four of them Have been picked off By one of those Things behind me He's always with you And he's got separate Abilities that Like the charge thing To yep. like whenever You're fighting a big thing put all the pikmin on him charge at them they all leap off from him and yeah he 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 mechanically they've just thought What's about his the fucking name it's Ochi. not po- Pucci. Uh, yeah Ochi. Ochi. they the, the thing of in the past you would need like 20 pikmin to knock down a, a, a little wall and with Ochi, you just can use him to charge all the things that the, it's a game about busy work but they just identified the couple of little areas where it was a bit too much busy work and just gave you this way of being able to yeah. just get that done a lot quicker. And that's the thing is rather than it being a game about busy work, it feels like a game about satisfyingly ticking off tasks. Right, right. It's twice as long as it needs to be. There's so much in there. It was like 40 hours long or something by the time I'd done everything in that game. This was probably the most, not the most I played a game, but the most I did in a game. I ticked off everything. Like Same. I just felt that as I was getting near the end, I was like, oh yeah, and it's got that weird like fake credits bit that's not the end at all. It's so early in. It's like sixty percent of the way in. It's bizarre. <laughs> if that, yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I as I knew I was getting to like the end, end, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back into all the other levels and just do a hundred percent of all of them. Yeah. Before I go to the final boss in here, and like, I am very much someone who generally just is pretty happy to do the story stuff and the odd little side thing that's come up. But this, I was right. like, I just wanna. I just want to have done it. I just want to live in this little world for as long as I can. I was really like disappointed when it was over. Yeah. Because, like I just could have eaten up uh, more of that game until I got sick. And you're right. It is, it is the perfect version of this game. The combination of like the technology finally being up to scratch for these kinds of bigger, bigger ideas. Yeah. And they've made enough of them now that they've refined these ideas where 
it's really hard to think like what they could do for the next one that really could f- be any better than this. And it, it's yeah. such a cliche, but I really think the only answer is like maybe go just full open world where all of the levels exist in the same physical space and you can like walk between maybe. all of them and open it up instead of going back to a hub world. Like that's really the only thing that you could think like there's no part of this. It's like, oh, it'd be cool if they put this in there because no. it's in there. It's It feels like a real cap off of this whole thing. And, but with new ideas the whole way, it's not a retread of all that stuff, It but it does take those ideas and just do them like, oh, that's how yeah. they should have done it or whatever. The little Olimar side thing yep. is really cool. Like there's so many fun like quirky surprise things in yeah. there like that. I liked and going just around looks... talking to all my guys in the camp. Yeah, that was cool too, yeah. Having like that little hub and it just – it looks so great. Like it for something fantastic. that's always been based in the real world and, you know, you can sort of see like, oh, this is a shrunk down bit of someone's garden. Mm. But again, it being on hardware that can kind of actual – and again, like a, a game that they've somehow made look better on the Switch than it – has any right to like i don't know how they've the, done like, it depth of field stuff yeah. really adds to it it's colorful like the design is really good so that even though it's simplistic it the, the camera angle being a bit lower sounds so s- silly but it like really does make you feel a lot more in there and it's a useful camera angle to have and being in and having a bit that's inside for the first time it yeah. like just it being a lot more real world stuff than just like oh this is a garden like you've got a bit where you're like running around in like a an outdoor like barbecue fire pit thing and yeah having the inside and the and even just like the garden having like more actual details like a little sand pit and like a sprinkler and all that kind of stuff it 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 feels like a pikmin victory lap that then also during that victory lap it it does the best driving of the race yeah you know and a total and a perfect like perfect entry point like you don't have to have and i think that's why it's got that laborious tutorial because they are assuming that a lot of people coming to this mm. have not played any of the other ones which absolutely yeah could it's a summary of of every other pikmin game yeah. like in and in, in, in a and just better done than any of those it's it's uh, a sick game in my opinion yeah it's my number two game of the year four three uh, third not out third of place yeah <laughs> my third favorite game of the year three out of ten <laughs> uh well my second favorite game of the year i feel like i'm gonna have to wait one more s- loop around the circuit to talk about uh i'm it'll be soon okay yeah. oh yeah maybe more well, maybe it's right now <laughs> uh Baldur's gate three. Oh. We'll talk about that in a loop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because my number two, we'll talk about in, in this loop. Yeah. Uh, my number two is. Mm-hmm. Is can I guess? Yeah, it starts with a T or a Z. Yeah. Or well, those are the two. Uh, it's or L, t- t- depending t- on your organization. It's the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's my second favorite game of the year. Tommy, it's your first. They're gonna have to wait to start a new loop. Oh it's my, my number one game of the year. <laughs> Fucking hell! What is this bloody uh, um, re- uh, Returnal? We're starting so many oh, loops over. Sure, sure, sure. What is this? Twelve uh, minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say Looper as well, but that's. <laughs> That's low effort. So we've gotten... We're, we're, the, we're into our number ones now. This is number twos and number ones and shit. So two Baldur's Gate 3 for Ben. Yep. Two Tears of the Kingdom for me, which now you know what mine and Tommy's are Yep. as well. But here we go. Tommy. Tommy. Your favourite game of the year. 
Drum roll, please, for the guy who's already done the trick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Zelda time. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Woo, baby. The Legend of Zelda, I don't know, 10? What number are they? Oh, good question. Mm. Do you want me to figure it out? That would have been great if they'd have just chucked that in there. But yeah. Two was on the Adventure of Link. That was Zelda yes. 2. Mm. Anyway. Yes. And then they just abandoned it immediately. Yeah. Right. So we're talking The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom now, right? Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. my f- was my fourth for, for the record. Um, oh, right. I've forgotten that. Fucking sick game. It's awesome. Yeah. In terms of like, because we've talked about remakes a fair bit here, mm. it's not relevant because this is a sequel and well it's more like the marvel spider-man 2 and what oh jedi survivor sequel situation yeah but you also could imagine if they didn't make this and then they did a you know 10 years down the line they're like we're we're doing a remake of breath of the wild yeah yeah yeah. but then it could almost have been that you know where it's like Oh, but we've, t- you know, it's not just, you know, in that Resident Evil style of yes. like, or even Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, right? yeah totally. Like, yeah, we fucked up the story a little bit and it's the same map, but shit's fallen from the sky now and yeah. there's more in it. Coming to it with their their thing of like, it's the same map. It's the same map, but there's yeah. a few islands in the sky. I, I was weirded out by it and sort of trusted them, I guess, because Breath of the Wild is one of the all-time best games to me. What? And yeah, it's a pretty rarely held opinion. Yeah, a bit of a contrarian take there. I'm a uh, back and forth man. Um, <laughs> back and forth man? Yeah, it's a term that means that. Don't look at uh, it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it, the level of innovation they had in what you're doing in this game Mm. the amount of new shit that was in there because i thought breath of the wild was all about the exploration and it was and Mm. that was that it's impossible to recreate that in the same map yep right and they realized it's probably impossible to recreate that in any map yeah so let's not do that let's go take a complete left turn bring in new mechanics that you're going to be exploring Mm -hmm. and some new a fucking whole underground bit and the islands and all of that and making the islands like the uh, temples basically yeah or like their own little challenge thing rather than just like maybe what we imagined of like oh yeah there's just some places to like explore you know it's like there's purpose to them yeah there's a curated design to them that was you know Interesting in and of itself. They changed up everything that's on the ground, and obviously there's all new quests and like a lot more uh, in depth, I guess, than the first one. But like it, it was just such a clever way to make the whole thing feel completely fresh again. Yeah, Ooh. and early on, I was like, oh, I'm happy to explore the same landmass. Number one, because I think this has been designed with the mindset of you played Breath of the Wild a lot when it came out, and you haven't got like it was sort of the perfect thing right. for like you haven't gone back to it since so it's you know a little bit little bit cloudy in the memory but early on going oh this is the fun of exploring this again is going to these towns and finding these places and seeing how they've been changed or mm. seeing how they're yeah. reacting to like that town where Which is all some- of the shit has fallen onto the top of it and it's become the sort of like tourist hub of like hey check out all this weird shit from the sky yeah it's something that i kind of wanted out of the like after breath of the wild ended mm. i remember wishing like oh, i wish you could go around and see everyone being like oh phew glad that's over yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've yeah. sort of done that but instead of few glad that's over they're like what first mm. calamity mm. i don't yeah. remember uh, but that like yeah you're right going and revisiting everywhere and seeing how it's changed was really exciting in a way that i wasn't uh expecting it to be quite as like uh, effective and impactful as it is in this, and I thought like the the uh, temples being they, they I think they weren't still quite to the level of what people want from like the old school dungeon feel, but they were closer in that direction, 
and also the bosses just being so much more interesting than yeah. Yeah. in Breath of the Wild. They were just like a different looking version of Ganon each time. Like them actually having, like the one I did first was the one up in the. Look, well, we're, we're going to do some spoilers for this one. Yes. Uh, the the um the wind temple, the one up in the sky where you're like having to like fall through him and shatter those bits of him. Yeah, I thought the immediately music's I was like, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was like, they are already like doing so like that again. The thing I kept realizing about this game was there wasn't any part of Breath of the Wild that I thought was lacking or that I thought, oh, it's a sh-. they could have done that better and then you play this and it's like, oh, yeah, this bit is so much better. You know, they mm. have done this so much better. Mm. Well, I think that applies to the story as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Breath of the Wild, it was such a um, straight down the line and not a lot of, um, you know, heft to any of the story beats, whereas this being a reflection upon that game and also a deepening of it and just yeah coming up with some really innovative ways to to introduce things and and introduce mechanics and get you to meet these people over again and yeah. engage with the the world i think it was just way better and there is better. like too much in it but you know you can once again you don't have to worry about the korok seeds if you don't want you don't have to worry right. about all the shrines but i did make myself go and do all of those dragon tears yeah, yeah. because they were giving you such nice little bits of story and even just like you find uh, Zelda's house in a village mm-hmm. and she's written this really sweet note about how she's got this present for Link and just like this like deepening of the the sort of like what's going on with the two of them mm-hmm. and that reveal of her having turned herself into a dragon and that's where you get the sword and everything like I just thought was yeah you go to get the master sword and you're like I'd be happy to just find it in the forest again if that's all it is again I know that it's there that will be cool but like adding this extra layer onto it that is like really beautiful and told so beautifully like Uh, that's the thing because the first Breath of the Wild had all the character and the individual people you met and like everywhere you sort of went like there were uh, there was a fun gore on here and whatever but the main thing wasn't the point yeah yeah. and this bring like the the ending of this is fucking awesome Mm. yeah the whole ending sequence from when you go down to the bottom to when you uh and i didn't fucking see it coming the dragon thing Mm. right and it was such a cool way to end that off the music fucking swelling up having like oh so well done i really i also beyond anything that this series has done with its story i may be ocarina of time at the time but like right really cool there were so many points in it where i felt like Okay, now I've got a handle on what they've done here, and even mm. though they, you know they've thrown a lot, you know you you start fucking around underground, and you're like, okay, I get this, and you're doing some stuff up in the sky, and you're like, okay, this is how the temples function. You get your little you get your little buddy who's going along with you to yep, do the thing. Yep. Okay, I get it. But then, still like deep in, I was up in the sky, and there's that island that is surrounded by um, thunder cloud, and being like, oh, I got to get my way and you do also get so used to and i think we talked about this a lot when we reviewed it that it is it, it's it takes a little bit to get your head around if you're sort of used to the format of a lot of other games where you do these quests and you sort of get nothing for it like mm. you maybe get a, a low ranking sword or whatever when yeah. you get so used to like you're getting xp that is leveling you up a lot of this game is you are doing stuff just for the reward is the the, the experience of doing it. It's mm-hmm. the gameplay experience of having done it. And so going into that thundercloud and being like, I mean, I'll do this because I'm, you know, but it's, it's I'm sure it's just like a good shield or something. And then that takes you on a quest line where you end up getting a fucking mech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like, you know, on the, you know on the map where your temples are and that that's the main shit that you're doing. But then there's this whole other 
little hidden thing in there that is so not on the roadmap of it's not telegraphed in the rest of the game of like this is something that you might end up unlocking and it's not like anything you did in the first game. Yeah. I just thought that was fucking awesome. And that sort of stuff is all over the place in this one where mm. like even the little things where it's like, oh, someone went down the river. So you'll go in this fun little, you've got to build a boat and go down right, there. And, right, right. Uh, like down in the desert, there's this storm and then you've got to solve that. And like every bit has its new thing and it's all like different from each other that lady with the walrus toys and like oh yeah yep. so many different little bits and pieces that like it's insane the amount of stuff there is and it really makes you understand how it took the sort of six years from the first one because then we haven't even talked about the fact that all of this fucking physics shit that's in there yeah. mm. is insane and like genuinely some of the most like impressive execution of that type of thing that has ever been in a game. Well, but yeah, like other developers are like, we literally don't understand how they got that in this game and got the game to run. And yeah, I remember at the time people on uh, what was Twitter, rest in peace, being like, it's nuts that in a, one of the 120, 50 shrines that you might not find, there is the most impressive, like that little snake robot uh like cart thing you've got to build oh, yeah, to like yeah. go over things. They're like, I don't know how they made this. Yeah. And, that it, and it's they on tossed a switch. it off like it was it's fucking nothing. Yeah. On a fucking Nintendo Switch. And it launched so cool. with no bugs. You know, in yeah. an era where games that feel like they're doing a lot less than this. And I think you said at the time, Nox, like the the rewind ability that you have, which makes you realise that the game is not only having to render all this stuff that you're seeing, but it's also having to keep a memory of... Everything that's happened around it at all times. And this game should have been a fucking mess when it launched. And, you know, it runs a little choppily on the Switch, but I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this should be a game that launches and stuff is fucking clipping through, you know. (laughs) You can imagine this being a complete mess of bugs in any other developer's hands. But, like, the, the fact that I think it came out that it was ready... It technically was like ready at the end of last year or something, and they just spent six months just right. polishing and doing bug testing. And because you can like in quotes break stuff, but it breaks in a way where you're like, oh yeah, that was too heavy or whatever. Mm, you know, yeah. like mm. that's the cool thing about it is trying something out and it not working because you fucked up, yeah, or whatever, or it working because it's like, yeah, you got yeah, me. That's that's geometry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you figured it out. That plank's it. real fucking long. You, yeah. you walk over here. You've nailed it, brother. And definitely, like, you know, this is one where even if there is a upgrade of it on the next console, I probably would go in. Like, if it had, you know, obviously... They've this got him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Switch can only, you know, it does it, it does a great job here with what it's capable of, but it can only go so far in the sense that you go into a shrine and when you come out, stuff's... Like, if you've made a little car and driven it there, stuff does reset. In oh, the sure. overworld, like and there's a certain distance if you walk away, it's not going right, to be there. Right. Yeah, right. so a version of this where it's like... Everything's permanent. Everything's permanent. Yeah. If that was like one of the upgrades on new hardware, then again, I feel like, well, that'd play differently enough that it's such a small thing, but that would be worth it if you could make a little car and then it's mm. there permanently. The amount Hell of yeah. Shit the little car can, upgrade. Yeah. The little <laughs> car upgrade. <laughs> the amount of shit you can stick together yeah. and create functioning stuff out of is really nuts. Uh, yeah, I I loved going through all of like the the temples and all of the shrines and yeah, I love the shrines, all of it. It's crazy how high quality every aspect of not only like the build of the game, but then the actual 
many, many, many little challenges and fun little quirky things and cute ideas and like extremely different from the last thing you saw stuff that's in there is bananas. Even just the opening... I love uh, how bananas it is, as much as those bloody ninja guys. Oh, yeah. Ooh, they like bananas. Yeah. Even just the opening kind of tutorial bit where you're up on that um, that big sky island and yep. before you have the ability to go down to the surface, so you kind of have to do everything up there. If that was just its own standalone like indie that had come out this year, right, right. that would be up the top of my list. Sure. Like Even just that bit. Yep. And again, going into it being like... I kind of think we know what this is going to be, but also like they had been so selective with what they'd shown off mm. and the bits that they had shown off of like, oh, you're, you're crafting stuff. I was like, I don't know that I'm interested in this. And then it didn't, they didn't talk about the underground thing and I, I read it right. somewhere so it kind of known, but like the first time you jump down a chasm and it does that boom yeah. noise thing as you go down there and then it's the whole size of the map and it's a lot more empty, but it's still fun to explore because it's this different mechanic of yeah. the light and the dark. Spooky and, the, and all of the, uh, like the corruption stuff. Yeah. Like and that little, being a yeah thing you have to deal with. And the with. chasing the Yiga clan around. So you, yeah, get, you clan, do get thing. those little bits where it is giving you some sort of like interestingly designed little areas in there. Yeah. But even when it's a bit sort of dull, you just farm so many good it's resources down there to then that loop of going down there to get stuff that you need to go up to the sky to build, like get more of your little, um, uh, God, what are they called? The um, Oh, they're like the crystal. Oh, Zonite. The Zonite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah build yeah. those little like steering wheels and stuff like that right, for, right, right. for your crafting on the surface. And yep. down there it's like this sort of, like a Minecraft type survival game or yeah. whatever, and you're doing Minecraft type building and all that stuff. So they've taken inspiration from these things that have been gotten massive over the last decade plus, but done their own spin on it where it's completely different to them in a lot of ways and like way more fun to me because like yeah. I don't really engage with that stuff ever. It's not been that interesting uh, to me. And then this really was, and immediately you know how to build stuff. Your creativity with that stuff is encouraged because it's so simple and so logical. Um, it's, yeah. Five I, out of 10. I think yeah, we mentioned as well that five out of 10. Huh? <laughs> You don't like you don't literally upgrade Link, you know, like and uh, weapon wise, you get weapons from you get more hearts and whatever, but like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. Sort of the, I guess yeah, yes. stamina in your hearts, but yeah, there's the skill wise, well. yeah. yeah, but but by the, from by the end of the game, or well, from the first time you drop into the depths to yeah, as you get later on and you're like you have to do quests down there and stuff, the progression or maybe of like my confidence in traversing that world or figuring out like oh yeah, I'll be fine, I'll just like shoot this bulb over here and jump off this cliff and mm. just becoming much more confident with traversing that stuff. It, you can just track your own progress yeah. mm. based on that, and it, it, it you do improve that and, and become more of a your mastery of that world increases the more you play it. Flying around in a helicopter at the end of that thing, just gobbling up the depths, yeah, like oh, yeah. whatever. I don't give a shit about any of you guys. I'm <laughs> I, I, like, it's uh, so cool and so organic. And so, like, uh, it feels very personal in the way that, like, right. I'm exploring this world because mm -hmm. obviously they designed it to be done like that. But, like, it does feel like you are 
in charge. Yeah. Yeah. It, and uh, I loved feeling that feeling for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I and love just all like the characters and the writing and shit too. Yeah, it's great just so character quirky design. And yeah. And those fun, the fun little monster guys where you get your little. Um, what are you giving them? Your what were they called? The blue fucking things. Oh, those little gems, the bubble, bubble gems. gems or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, those, yeah, guys. those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, the two yeah. brothers. Yeah, and like those... all that design is great. <laughs> I love that as well. The weirdo brother from the first one being like, my brother's kind of a fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bits where you go into a town and it's been overrun by monsters, so you have that like little bar of oh, having yep. to take all of them out. The beachside town where you do that, and then you've got to also. Chop down trees to like rebuild their houses yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Man. It's if you never got around to Breath of the Wild and you want to play this, it's, someone was asking me this who was about to buy a Switch and they were like, you know, should I just go straight into that? And it's it's hard because it's like I don't think I don't think you can, but I also feel like if you play Breath of the Wild is so long and then doing this back to back I might lose the impact. Like I played Breath of the Wild again the whole way through in like twenty twenty or something. Mm. And even that was a little soon. Yeah. So like they are a two piece that requires years apart. Yeah. Which is a strange thing to have, but it kind of just is that. And again, yeah. I mean, even just to make the same map again and have it be not feel lazy. With more differences than, you know, maybe that sounds like it's given credit for. Like they've changed. It's just, it's the same structure, but like everywhere you go almost is like, there's something different. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. 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 It was, yes, yeah, yeah, it was the big, it, yeah, I, I also just, I really loved the, the, the rollout of it and how it was cool going in and being like, I don't really know what this is going to be mm. exactly. I couldn't help but play more than a hundred hours of it. And I thought, damn, that's the only time I'll do that this year. <laughs> and, uh, it's crazy that I was wrong, Yeah, but fuck, it's a good, it's, it's, it's such a good game. Yeah. Yeah. However, it's not as good as my number one game of the year, which has been raised. It's been brought up once before. And last week. Last week, if you can hearken back to seven days ago, Armored um, Core 6 <laughs> is my number one game of the year. First Armored Core game I've ever played, mm-hmm. uh, and I just fucking loved it. I guess I'm fully on the From Software train now, um, and this sidestep from that other stuff that we talked about with Lies of P, this more fluid, more dynamic, but more contained arena-based sort of almost Mm. um, uh, levels in gameplay. I just fucking loved it. I loved the setting, this odd sort of near automata sideways sort of like a goofy uh, cyberpunk but very straight down the line in a way that makes it goofy and it's like yeah 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 but then that you're fighting like guys who have you know optimus prime themed fucking Mm -hmm. robots and stuff and they're like i'm the boss of the town (laughs) yeah like it's sick everyone's calling you different fucking weird code names based on whatever clan they're in but yeah that setup it's all such like a light touch like none of it is overly explained and when it does try to explain stuff you're like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, it, it's just a great approach to, to science fiction uh, storytelling, and I just love that. And then, yeah, the gameplay, it's I just I had the most fun playing this game of any game of the year. It is, it once you put enough time into it, again, like you feel you are becoming just a master of this game. You can yeah. customize these things down to how you want to play or adapt to the boss you're fighting against. Um, everything felt great. Like all of the guns, all the missiles and shit, everything just has such great feedback. And then, yeah, like boss design is 
fantastic as of course it would be from from software but like i guess not as a given when they're doing something that you know has all of a, a lot of the same positive aspects in terms of like the design sensibilities as the the Soulsborne whatever games mm. but then is so different yeah yeah you know like it, it's it was my number eight and purely because it wasn't higher because i just need to spend more time with it because every time i went to think about going back i wanted to spend heaps of time with it so didn't want to go back in fully again anyway because it's so um in depth with like the amount of customization that you can uh how much stuff you can change about your mech really changes how the game plays mm. and you need to learn all of that stuff it wants you to to be good at it which doesn't feel like a chore like you are yeah. swapping out components of a robot to go and fight something that's too hard for you mm. and it feels exciting it's exactly it's an opportunity yeah it's like, oh this is a great chance for me to not just bang my head against the wall which uh has been maybe the the issue with like the earlier Souls games where it's just like no you just have to get good and I'm sure um, the Armored Core games too again, yeah yeah not, yeah uh, yeah and I did try and play some of the previous ones and it's just like do you have a PS3 hmm. like actually a physical PS3 otherwise you know you can't yeah um but yeah all of that stuff is I do <laughs> <laughs> you should play Armored Core Five Armored Core Five um but yeah the yes changing like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna play as a tank in this in this go around or i'm going to play as the uh, like lightest fastest version of this mech mm. with these weapons um it yeah it's it's so uh, i guess it's very very playable because of that and then it has yeah not just this story mode where you are occasionally choosing which side to you know go along with it has the arena mode where you just get to fucking get dropped into a little virtual arena and and test your metal against um, yeah, what are progressively more difficult and more competent um, uh, opponents. As well as multiplayer of that too. Like. Multiplayer of that as well. Um, yeah, just aesthetically, it's fully f like my shit. Mm. And the yeah, like I said, the gameplay is just super tight. It's doing exactly what it is meaning to do. I, again, as with like a Tears of the Kingdom, there's no bugs. There's, no, there's nothing yeah. in this game where it's like, Oh well, if that hadn't have hitched up, then I would have won. It's like no, no, it's all running perfectly, fluidly, and smoothly, and it is. It allows you to to fully grasp that like this is up to your skill level and mm. and how focused you are in this moment. And as with yeah, Lies of P and and the the Soulsborne games, you feel a great sense of satisfaction when you beat that boss that you failed to beat twenty times previously. Because mm. like in in the Elden Rings and whatever. There's lots of uh, different weapons that play completely differently, but you don't really experiment with them that much in one playthrough of that mm. because of the nature of how you're like having to put your stats into certain things and yeah. like and just be falling into a, a rhythm of, of playing that style, yeah. And this taking that same level or in increasing that level of of uh, option. And making the focus of the game like no fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play around, mess mess around, change your robot completely. Yeah. Apply so many cool different paint jobs. Oh yeah. That, and like the it's got some really good like no nah, you paint it. Yeah, stuff yes, in there. That, yes. Um, I was surprised to enjoy. It, yeah, every every element of it, like you're saying, is just so. Um, if it's in there, it's done right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, like, I guess the only way I could see someone... If you just don't like what it's doing, yeah. then you won't. Because yeah. it's just doing what it's doing. Yes. 
Yeah. And what it's doing is fucking cool. Man. And it's like I, I've played like other mech games over the past and like the Gundam games, but the MechWarrior games too. And it's it's just and it's not even necessarily like, oh, if you like them, you're like this. It is mm. very much its own specific thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you say, it is doing its own specific thing uh, 100% perfectly, in it's my a, opinion. It's a cool middle ground between like feeling like you're controlling a robot or a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you, you, you can't, it's sort of neither and both. Yeah, you get to, yeah, you're strafing around and like roller skating, basically. The sense of scale is really cool in yes. it. It feels massive. Yeah. It's got that like June, June the movie vibes of like, yeah, this is a giant um, harvester that's uh, as big as you know, like um, the Titanic, yeah, <laughs> or, um, like fifty Titanics or yeah. the city that made the Titanic. Yeah, or, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It um, looks great cause, and it runs quick. Yeah, it just I, I agree. Oh man, I wish I'd have played more of it. <laughs> and it does. <laughs> it's, it's not just for those who have not played it at all. It's not just like yeah, like. You spawn into a, a ruined city and then there's like three mechs and you beat them. There are missions as it goes on. And then, yeah, not to spoil anything for you or other Nox, but like there's more about traversal or mm. escaping or, yeah, there's a big like holding out against oncoming forces. There's a lot of variety in, in the missions. It's not just, yeah, zooming into a big, uh, big open space and shooting stuff. And I saw a lot of that. Like, I, I feel like I got about halfway through or something and it's right. not like crazy long and it's very replayable. Yeah. And it's designed to be played through multiple times and everything mm. because so much of it is about well you could redo this because it's different every time because yeah. you're coming yeah. in with a different attitude um the yeah it's good yeah <laughs> multiple endings as well and multiple right. uh, story paths um so again yeah replayability in, in that in that t- uh, sense but yeah really good game um didn't really expect to like it as much as i did maybe that's also why i'm like so positive on it I'm right like, right Oh, I just kind of thought we'd give it a crack because it's a from software game and yeah, ended up loving it. Number one game of the year for me. Well, I honestly didn't expect to love my number one as much as I did either because it was an early access game, which I don't love that. Mm. It was by a team who didn't do the original of... I hadn't played their games before and it right. didn't, they didn't do the original of the, the one that is a sequel to. So I was like, oh, whatever. And then it turned out that my favorite game of the year and one of my favorite games that's ever been made is my number one, which is Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. The bear fucking game. It's the only part I played. (laughs) It's number one. (laughs) They put out statistics recently of like what choices people have made in this game. More people fuck him as a human than a bear. Halson. Okay. All right. There you go. Mm. It's weird with this one too, because I played it throughout August after it came out. Um, Loved it, played so much of it, really enjoyed it. Liked the ending, which like people then were like, oh, it's not enough of an ending. They've added an epilogue just recently that I haven't okay. done yet. Oh. It's still getting massive updates right. constantly. So if you haven't even played it yet, it'll probably be better to play it in a year even or mm. whatever. And I don't know what their plans are for expansion and stuff. But anyway, Baldur's Gate 3 is fucking incredible. Yeah, it's it, it has to be, I think, the best game ever of its type this specific kind of role-playing game it yeah. is the the scope and the scale and the reactability or the you know the adaptability based on your choices and the things that you do in combat even i think that's like what tears of the kingdom did for physics it, mm. in its thing this does with story kind yeah of, where it feels like you're completely in control even though obviously it's on an illusion as is everything but like you're 
the the amount of different options you have and the payoff that you get with every single one of yeah. them. Yeah. Heaps of games give you dialogue choices. In a lot of them, it's just for an aesthetic thing. It actually doesn't change anything. Yeah. All the yeah. difference is quite negligible. This is like the one thing where it actually does influence things to a to a great extent. Yeah. Hugely. And like in a way that feels uh, completely natural every time. Mm. Like it doesn't feel like, oh, I made the wrong choice there. So now, you know, like a choose your own adventure book sometimes it's like, okay, well then you fall in a pit and you die. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like, okay, well you fall in a pit and now here's the whole pit laid out here and there's yeah. stuff to do in the pit. And yep. and you fell in for a reason and you know why. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, like all of the voice acting yep. is... Basically as perfect as it could be for this game. Yep. I love the narrator being there the whole time, doing mm-hmm. like the dungeon master thing, telling you like, oh, you fucked up this thing. Like <laughs> she's great. Every character is interesting and has like a uh, really um, well-written and thought out and distinct and unique story. Mm. Uh, every area is so like full of uh, atmosphere and is fun to explore. Every different uh, side quest, every different person you talk to, literally every aspect of this game, and it's a little buggy in places and it doesn't like always uh, work properly, but every aspect of this game is basically what you would want it to be if you had an infinite budget. <laughs> right. Other than the technical aspects, which are still being fixed. Like it's sure. just really incredible how well written this game is mm-hmm. that's the main thing that it comes down to is that every choice is is a written choice e- like every positive aspect of this game is all in the writing yes like, kind of other and i loved playing it too like as a tactical kind of rpg thing it's really well made yeah i, I love that aspect of it and i yeah i wasn't sure i was going to and i i generally you know, with like a Skyrim or something, the combat is is like my fifth priority. It's totally. more about exploration and atmosphere and, yeah, uh, getting immersed in the story. And this had all of that plus fun combat that was genuinely very deep. Yeah. Uh, I like that you can respec pretty much every every character. Uh, but you can, yeah, put together again, talking about customization and play style, you can make your party exactly what you want it to be and yeah. approach the game in the way that you want to approach it. You can play through it as any of your party characters. Not any, actually. I don't think that's right. But as a lot of your party characters as the main character. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there were times when I got annoyed because I accidentally talked to someone as Carlac and I'm like, no, fuck off, Carlac. I'm trying to talk to this person. (laughs) But then she would have her own fucking unique things to say there as though she were the main character, which is possible to do. You know, like um, the... But yeah, the combat is just as creative and reactive and like living by your choices and dealing with them or whatever as the story feels, which mm. is incredible because like you can do really bizarre things in the combat. Yeah. I, there's moments in this where like I, um, one of the characters can turn into an owl bear, mm-hmm. which is like a huge, you can imagine what it is. <laughs> well, it could be a little bear. Doing this massive <laughs> yeah. jump down these huge stairs to kill this enemy as a last ditch thing it looked fucking funny. <laughs> it worked exactly as it should. And it was just so like... And every choice that you make like that, because they're all based on dice rolls, right. it does an incredible thing where either way the roll goes is fun. Mm. So it's not like a flip of a coin to see if you win or lose. It's a flip of a coin to see which path you take, right, which right. is satisfying in either direction because the combat feels good enough that uh, you're adapting to the things that don't pan out in a, in a fun way. Like, oh, shit tripped on that hurdle here's a new challenge as Mm. a result 
And then in the story, if someone gets pissed off at you because you missed a roll, okay, cool. It pans out. Something's going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it is unbelievable that they've managed to make it feel the whole way through like uh, a- an exciting thing to see it happen either way. Yeah. That's yep. nuts. Yeah. And it's the only game that's ever done it to that extent, honestly. Like, it's it's a full-on all-timer because I can't think of a game, maybe like... um. Disco Elysium. Oh yeah. Something like yeah, that yeah, is yeah. like the sort of class that it's in of like yeah. really being about it a choose your own adventure book that has a th- fucking million pages. Yeah. Right, right. And the story is is an interesting one that you do want to see through to the end. Um and yeah, it's constantly giving you again, yeah, like it's about choice and whether you view the situation as, as like an ethical choice or based on your level of interest in any specific thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's up to you how you approach it and the game will continue to reward you taking initiative and and wanting to explore further. Whether yeah. whether it's like physical exploration or story exploration or experimenting in combat. It's it's totally. always um going to Give you something. <laughs> it's like driving one of those weird, like Jules Verne sort of imagined cars that's suddenly <laughs> right. a submarine and it can fly. And it's the, it's like the bed knobs and broomsticks bed, where it's just <laughs> it can be anything, right? And it surprises you every time that it go go gadgets into this new thing, yeah. That actually fucking like works, other than technically, which like is it, it's crazy that they're still working on that and fixing it and blah blah blah. But like, there there were some times when a bug would happen and I'd have to reload from somewhere yes, or yes, this and that. Like it's not something to necessarily brush over. It just didn't factor into my overall enjoyment of the game. Yeah. It just, Oh, it just didn't detract. Like right. it, it factors in, but it's like, sorry, 99.99% of this game was so good. that. Yeah. And when it's breaking, it's more interesting than what a lot of games are doing when they're <laughs> right. working. You know what I like? Not really, but like it's, be- it, it's, br- and you know, it's breaking because it is so incredibly ambitious in what it is mm. trying to right. do within the, the limits of like a computer. Well, like Jedi survivor, I enjoyed and it, detracted from my experience that it had the bugs that it did right. this had worse bugs and it didn't detract because i was giving it so much rope yeah yeah because of how much i enjoyed it yep um and i guess that means that other people may not uh feel the same way absolutely and that's fair enough it's just physically there and it's getting fixed and patched and stuff all the time they've already done so much work on it um i could not have enjoyed myself more with it literally every moment of that game was something interesting, surprising, well-written, enjoyable, unique and interesting, fucking, all these fucking words. Yeah, good. (laughs) The writing's real good. It's interesting and interesting. (laughs) So you can take it from me. Um, Yeah, and like visually, you know, if you're playing it on a PC at the highest settings, it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, Yeah, weirdly had better facial animations than... Uh, Starfield, you know, like it's, yeah. Yeah. and it, it, this was, Larian, it's like an independent studio, like it's not under Sony or well, Microsoft this was like or anything. like Kickstarted or whatever and right. early access and like. The, uh, it's, it is insane what they achieved. And again, as with the nice. Zelda physics, like people were like, people came out and said, this has ruined games development for the rest of us I've, because it's impossible. I've never mm. seen game developers be like, don't expect this from us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it just tr- truly is like one of those. And I don't think they'll be able to do it again. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just something where not only does it have to have the best people working on and all that stuff, but 
it's lucky that it worked out. Yes. Not yeah. to downplay their achievement or whatever. It's just it's like a, yeah. it's lightning in a bottle type of shit. Like yep. it's it's nuts that um it was able to happen. And I guess it did, it did took a long time. It did. It but like well, yeah, it did. And it's been in early access since like twenty late twenty nineteen, maybe twenty twenty, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. I played it then and it is I mean, it's better, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It it clearly took a lot of effort, and I guess they took a lot and of feedback from that still, yeah. that easy access process. But like, I mean, they're just geniuses. It's nuts. <laughs> I don't it's, get it. It might be like factoring in how responsive it is to you, the best written game ever, because yeah. like, you know, maybe some of it like there's a few cheesy jokes and whatever, and but like, I have never seen something simulate the stuff that should be impossible to translate to games about like Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Where that game is about people's imaginations. <laughs> yeah, actually in the moment coming up with stuff. Yeah. And this is the closest to being as um, responsive as a real-life human in the room. Yeah. It's I, I think in bizarre. terms of the, the breadth of the writing, it is, it's like, it's crazy. The story, it's not up there in terms of an emo- a human emotional story that it, like a Red Dead 2 or something. But and some patches of individual stories for sh- for are sure. great. But, but I, again, it's, the, yeah, it's, it's the, the... It's the effect. Yes. It's, it's, it's the, uh, like, achievement in writing. Yeah, right. Like, right, yeah. It, it's um, a game that people imagined existing. Yeah. Right. And, right. like, now it basically does. It's now it does. nuts. Um, so you you agreed with the game awards? Uh, yeah, every element of them. Yep. I agree with every aspect <laughs> yep. of uh, everything that that whole thing is about. <laughs> is what I'm saying by saying Baldur's Gate three, my game of the year. Yeah. yeah. Should we go back over our top tens real quick and just? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to then yeah do some uh, do some honorables because uh, well let's yeah. let's do those first I guess. And all then... right. So ones that we did not mention at all. Um, I would like to shout out like a dragon Ishin. Mm-hmm. I went back to this um, about a month ago after having played it at launch, and it's a fantastic game. It's, you know, it's a it's a again another uh, great remake yep. in the year of good remakes. Um, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Oh, yep, yeah. that this is, is honourable for me. Hundred percent of this game when it came out, absolutely loved it. Um, I've got uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, a, a return to form in my opinion. Um, that form still is just like from ten years ago though, so it's not sure. It's not quite, um, yeah. Uh, another great remake that uh, could have easily made my list: the Dead Space remake. Oh yeah, that was early this year, but it was fucking sick. Uh, it it just got yeah got got shown up a little bit by like Resident Evil for for the for the you know horror action game. Mm. Um, I've got a couple. Yeah, chuck them in. Uh, I didn't mention Modern Warfare 3 because Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 should not be on a Game of the Year list. <laughs> However, it's the most fun I've had with a multiplayer game this year. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's not nothing. The multiplayer aspect of that game, parts of it, they fucking annoyingly in a package that I don't like. I've talked about this. But anyway, it's... Uh, it's worth mentioning. That's I've, I've said uh, I've said what I said. <laughs> um, what about you, Tom? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. Um, also on mine. It certainly got the most number of hours racked up in my household. Household game so of the year. So that counts yeah. for something. Yep. Um, yeah, just a, a well-designed game. Yeah. Uh, with a good... It's It's, you know, it's not doing anything too unique mm-hmm. but it is a satisfying version of that 
Harry Potter universe and that's it's it, right? I think for the people again talking about games that you imagine exist, like mm. right. a, a kid reading Harry Potter when it first came out, being like, "What if I could run around and bloody shoot my wand off and yeah. do quests and make fucking potions?" Like it does all of that and great right. combat, very like yes. Spider Man esque um, uh, feel to the combat. Yeah. Uh, watermelon game. <laughs> yeah, that's on my list. Uh, which I look, yeah, I looked up. It's like, it's um, it was made for a digital a projector. projector. Yeah. Oh. It was like the little like shitty the onboard in. game huh. for uh for the Aladdin X projector. Mm. Um, and yeah, it was like a. I think that came out in 2021. The Western version came out obviously that's this crazy. year. Yeah. It's, that's like it's bonkers. You know, one of the most like Burger King training video. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the best videos, totally. films of the year. Yeah, short film of the year. Yeah, um, and yeah, it was like inspired by a Chinese game. And yeah, Knox, you said like there have been other games like this before. Though it, it was very much like a, a reskinning of, but fucking just I, a pop off, like a Flappy Bird. And yeah, like, this yeah, just yeah. Sometimes yeah. this. Uh, in terms of like, I guess technically games that that came out this year would have probably got my most hours played. <laughs> wow! Well. Uh, Behind Marvel Snap, though, surely. Yeah, still. absolutely. Uh, yeah. Affinity. Oh yeah, yeah. Great yep. phone game. Yep. And uh, Bayonetta Origins. Oh that yeah, that was, that, that was that was. I really enjoyed that. Yep, that's on my list. It's a, yeah, a game I probably sh- could have played more of and would maybe have yeah approached my top 10 and then yeah there's three here oh. that if i had to put more time into them i think would have been in my top 10 Baldur's gate spider-man and uh sea stars yeah, i'll give nice. a shout out to humanity i mentioned it with the psvr yeah thing, i was like, kind of surprised that wasn't on your list because you really liked that game it's great um it just uh I just didn't yeah, play enough of it i was really enjoying right. it but yeah yeah and it it uh, i think maybe the the thing with puzzle games and like i said this about chance of center which mm-hmm. was an honorable thing if they start retreading a little bit or feeling like they are, mm. then you can lose interest. And I just don't mm-hmm. think that quite had the level of like fresh, fresh, fresh that yeah. um, some other puzzle games have had ever. Did, <laughs> what about, didn't, didn't, oh, Taylor, you only played the first Taylor's Principle. I played the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. the second one apparently is also very good. Yeah. And like I played Viewfinder this year and I didn't love that myself. Right. But that right. was the other sort of puzzle game. Uh, I'll say one other quick one. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1 was all right. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've, I want to mention uh, Steamworld Build. Oh, I yeah. fucking loved it. I thought you might. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it is, and it is exactly the style of Caesar, Pharaoh, Zeus, the Impressions um, right. uh, uh, city building games, uh, which is great because I loved those games. <laughs> we talked about it three weeks ago and probably two weeks ago as well for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, so that I really enjoyed. Uh, I didn't like, uh, you know, I, I've talked at length about my issues with it, but Persona 5 Tactica is a great game. Um, mm. It doesn't, it's not as good as Persona 5, but that's hey, still... Very few things are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cocoon, yeah. I enjoyed. It was all right. Yeah. I found myself just like a little, uh, I don't know, just like... Oh yeah, cool. And then moved on. Yeah, I loved exactly. It as I was playing it, yeah. but it didn't. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't enter my head. That's right. right game. And uh, yeah, Game Pass can't go wrong with it. Yeah, afternoon game. And then fucking oh yeah, I, I started playing Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. Mm-hmm. Great. And it's fucking awesome. It's really good because it's, it's my like DLC a DLC of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't really think about it for this because it is a DLC. Totally. And I I saw a lot of other outlets were including it as if it was a game. It's it's well and like. You know, but remakes and shit can be on there, and Cyberpunk 2077 got a big upgrade, which is like the yeah. remake. Pat, I don't know, man. 
It's good though. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's really good. It's really Idris Elba is good in it. Yeah, and he, so is the the uh, the netrunner lady. That oh you, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. And the world, the uh, the the area of the city, Dogtown. 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 Um, yeah. Good year for games, yeah. in my opinion. Should we rehash our yes. top tens? Yeah, let's recap them. Uh, I'll just remind before we go as well. Uh, vote for your game of the year. There'll yes. be a link, like I said earlier in the in the um, show notes. Yeah, for a little form we got going. Use uh, user listener. <laughs> uh, please use me. Uh, the listener game of the year. We'll be reading them out um, when we're when we're back in the new year. So please, when we're back please in the do. room because next week it'll be a twenty twenty four preview, baby. Yes. yes. Okay, my number 10, Gunbrella. Number 9, Super Mario RPG. Number 8, Metroid Prime Remastered. Number 7, Fire Emblem Engage. Number 6, Dredge. Number 5, Pizza Tower. Number 4, Resident Evil 4. Number 3, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Number 2, Pikmin 4. Number 1, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Do you reckon Tommy owns a Switch? Yeah. I'm <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> How many, though? Um, <laughs> Not enough. I, my list. Great list. Two at times of yeah. recording. Great list. Number 10, Alan Wake 2. Number 9, Atomic Heart. Number 8, Starfield. Number 7, Dredge. Number 6, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Number 5, Lies of P. Number 4, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Number 3, Resident Evil 4. Number two, Baldur's Gate 3. Number one, Armored Core 6. Colon, Fires of Rubicon. Good list. Good list. You can tell there are lists too. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Number 10 for me, Spider-Man 2. Number nine, Dredge. Number eight, Armored Core 6. Colon, Fires of Rubicon. <laughs> Thank you. Number seven, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Number six, Lies of P. Number five, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Number four, Alan Wake 2. Number three, Pikmin 4. Number two, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, number one, and one of my top five games of all time, probably, yep. Baldur's Gate 3. Fuck yeah. Those another, are some lists. Another great list, yeah. It's been a good year. Man, when we get to episode 700 and we redo our all-time <sighs> games of the of, of all time. And Tommy's <laughs> holding my skull going like... <laughs> I feel like, yeah, at least... Maybe, yeah, a couple uh, of those games will be appearing in my all-timers. Yeah. It's a yeah, hell of a year. Baldur's Gate 3 is, is yeah, 100% in there, which it's the first year in a while where... Oh, I guess not, actually. I was going to say where I've just certainly had a fresh top five. Right, but like, right. Maybe Red Dead 2, maybe... I you definitely know, think Red Dead 2, yeah. I don't know. Elden Ring? There's a lot Elden, of... Game. Oh, yeah. fuck, yeah. I'm yeah. talking shit. It happens shit. every year. It happens Why don't I talk year? shit at the end of the podcast? <laughs> God, you've really made yourself sound like a oh, right fool. <laughs> edit that out, me. Remember. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for, uh, yeah, your support over the year. Yeah. For um, recommending games to us. We've, a yes. few of these games we've ended up liking have been uh, from... Listeners uh, mentioning them to us. Totally. And thank you for yeah contributing when we, we put the call out for reviews for the big games that we talk about as well. It's mm. always good to have a, a, yeah, a broader spectrum of, of opinion to discuss. Yeah, that's that's very sick. Thanks to, thanks to everyone for listening for yeah. the year, to our patrons of Filthy Casuals, the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. Filthy yeah. Casuals, colon, the Patreon, yeah. colon, fires, fires of Rubicon. Rubicon. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you for listening. What a great year. Thank yeah. you to you boys for being oh, so much you. fun to thank talk you about. Tommy. A wonderful thank you, Ben. Thank you, Adam. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, Adam. 
He's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week for our uh, hey. yeah look ahead at what's coming up. We'll in see you next year. <laughs> we'll see you. Oh Jesus, yeah. the funniest guy in the yeah. office. Starts earlier yeah. every year. Knockoffs, yeah. <laughs> knockoffs. Knock Someone yeah. at Coles just said to me, "See you next year," and it's only the middle of November. <laughs> it happens earlier every year. <laughs> Thanks for putting up the "See you next year" tree again. <laughs> it's too early. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time, as we say here at the end. On every year on Filthy Casuals. <laughs> See you next year. My joke, I came up with just then. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.